Welcome to this week's podcast of the very best of the Soul Pepper Saturday Cabaret series. I'm Gregory Sinclair, the Warren and West Director of Audio Programs here at Soul Pepper. And this week, two artists familiar to Soul Pepper audiences, Brendan Wall and Robert Naismith, join their talents to tell the story of the University of Toronto's both famous and infamous Rochdale College. From the late 1960s to the mid 1970s, it was the sex, drugs, and music of Haight Ashbury in a downtown Toronto condo box. And you'll never guess how it launched the career of that most notorious of Canadian hardcore rock and rollers, Rafi. Hey, everybody! We're not going in chronological order. So we're going to save the intros for a minute. This is Bob beside me. Welcome to our show about Rochdale. I'm assuming that all of you know what Rochdale is. Do, do we have, like, by a show of hands, anybody who doesn't know what it is? All right, there's at least three people who don't know what it is, so you're going to get a little rundown from, uh, from me. It was this grand, amazing experiment in alternative education and cooperative housing that happened in 1968 right here in Toronto the Good, and it became essentially the epicenter of hippie counterculture from 68 through 75. Is that like a good Coles Notes version of what Rochdale is? That's a Coles Notes version. I will point out that... Uh, by the Very time, by, cool. I'm by, by, by 73 and 74, it was starting to wear down. Yeah. And I think uh, <laughs> there, it was, uh, we're, we were getting a lot of heat, an awful lot of heat, and it's very wearying. I think uh, Charlie Taylor will attest to that. And, uh, and, uh, and, and basically what happened was Bob Naismith and I first met probably about 20 years ago at Theatre Pass Marai, where uh, even though both of us have made most of our living as actors, I think maybe the first time I was working there as a carpenter, and you were probably doing a show, and uh, we were hanging out, having some beers, and maybe doing some other stuff in the carpentry shop of Theatre Pass Marai, <laughs> hanging out with some of the folks there, and talking about theatre and art and stories and stuff like that, and then we kind of... Uh, ended up being out in Blythe, Ontario, the Blythe Festival together, which grew out of Passmarai. And then just last year, we found ourselves sharing a dressing room right here in Soul Pepper in a production of Incident at Vichy, while Video Cabaret, which if, is a wonderful theater company run by Michael Hollingsworth, was performing uh, across the hall, one of their Video Cab series. And we got into talking about how uh, a lot of the old cats from the Cameron House and Theatre Pass Marai were kind of wandering into this wonderful place and, uh, and reinvestigating some of these shows and how some of the more middle-aged cats were wandering over here too and we were all bumping into each other where the coffee's better and the dressing rooms are cleaner <laughs> and we were having a great time. And, and these, these collected stories are what uh, basically birthed this cabaret. And, and Bob said, if you're going to do a cabaret about Rochdale, you must, must, must start with Bob Dylan, and you must, must, must end with John Lennon. But we're not going in order. So here's a little John Lennon. 
we don't have to. But, uh, but with that little medley, there are uh, three stories, actually. Uh, at Rochdale, um, one of our very first registrars, uh, this is when the concept of Rochdale College was moving up from Huron Street into the high-rise that we all know at the corner of Huron and Bloor. Uh, and the uh, registrar was Dennis Lee. 
Dennis Lee, who wrote uh, Alligator Pie. Absolutely. And uh, not only that, but Alligator Pie in its first incarnation as a stage presentation was done by Theater Pass Marai. And Theater Pass Marai, of course, was founded in Rochdale College. The first couple of productions were uh, done in the basement. Another production was done outside when they moved to the Trinity Square space, even though we were strapped for cash, the one resource we had, we had people and we had space. But with Theater Pass Marai, we made a little exception. Uh, so we took care of the rent at Trinity. Uh, so it's very much a part of that. Um, so anyway, there it was, uh, alligator pie. And in the 80s, when uh, Passmerai was falling upon hard financial times, which is not unusual in the theater business, we did a revival of alligator pie, and uh, it was a box office smash. It kept us going. Soul Pepper is doing yet another revival and another version of alligator pie this year, so on it goes. Now, one second thing. I was working on uh, maintenance around 1969 into 1970 at Rochdale, and uh, I wasn't that good at it. I eventually worked my way down to the presidency, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, there was uh, another fellow on maintenance who'd had a little bit of success as a writer. He had a play he was interested in. A couple of other theater companies were starting up after Passmore had been going. George Luscombe, of course, had been going for a while, and a Toronto Free Theater. And there was this interesting academic who had an idea that he wanted to have a theater called Tarragon. So he came down and he said, you know, anybody going to help? And our general manager, Bernie Bomers, became his uh, first general manager. And the fellow that I was uh, working as a janitor with, said, well, maybe you'd take a look at my play. Uh, the co-janitor was David French, and the play was Leaving Home. <laughs> so, uh, I love this, Bob. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my name is Brendan Wall. This is Robert Naismith, and we've got Daniel Williston on the drum kit. If you weren't there, I mean, there are a couple of us here <laughs> who, who, who were there. It's so hard to understand, but the penny dropped. People my age at that time, 20s, realized that our neighbor to the south had an economy that absolutely demanded a war. They must have a war. It is the way the economy is constructed. Uh, and it resulted in an awful lot of nasty things. I was in Vietnam. I volunteered, I was in the paratroops, I was decorated. I got a belly full of it. I came back, came up here to Canada, and joined the draft resistance movement. Uh, and uh, although I've been working as a medical photographer at Mount Sinai Hospital, I moved right into Rochdale College when it opened up, and we provided a lot of housing for deserters and, uh, and protesters. But uh, the music that we're talking about during that period is, uh, is so important, and it was, in many cases, all the news that's fit to sing. 
I give you, for example, and I'll end here, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, four dead in Ohio, uh, Kent State. There are a lot of kids who sing that song because it's a really good song, but as Neil Young himself wondered on occasion, do they know what we are singing about? Talk, so talk about the draft dodgers. Like, how many folks were coming up here like back then? Like, actually, thousands. Uh, we're going to address one of them, Jesse Winchester, a little bit later on. I can and, do it uh, now if you want, man. Well, you know, like you said, there is no order. But we were pretty fortunate because uh, we, as Canadians, and I am a Canadian, born in Toronto. Uh, I think we got the best and the brightest. And uh, a lot of them chose to stick around. Uh, and it's we might get a few more in November. Maybe we'll get some. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I do, I do. Oh, I pray to the sweet baby Jesus to they be want to merciful. Come up and do yoga with Justin Trudeau. <laughs> um, well, let's well let's talk. I mean, it's amazing when you when you talk about having served. In, in Vietnam and, and then coming back up here and helping aiding in the in people who were trying to dodge the draft and I know um, today when when uh, when we were chatting I was wearing this t-shirt that I bought because it thought it looked cool but it, it, it's a Royal Canadian Air Force t-shirt and it's got the insignia on it uh, and Bob recognized it immediately which reminded me of uh, a guy I met in Prince Edward Island who uh, recognized the same T-shirt, and he was a lifelong military uh, man in Canada, and he he pointed out, and I kind of embarrassingly had to say, like, I just bought the T-shirt on Queen Street because I thought it looked cool, <laughs> and I, you know, and uh, in fact, I'm kind of the opposite of of a, a military serving, despite my lovely short haircut. Um, in fact, I'm doing a cabaret on Rochdale, and this guy immediately, he's a retired soldier, he retired in 98, went, oh, Rochdale, I remember that, and he had such a big smile on his face, he goes, I remember doing a parade in 72, right along Bloor Street, and they spat on us from the... <laughs> but the two of us had this great laugh on the beach, talking about the hippies and the protests, and this was guy, like a guy who was, you know, buzzed, buzz cut and marching against uh, you guys in, in 72 and was still quite fondly reflecting on that time, <laughs> which I thought was wonderful. Uh, and it, it reminded me of this guy, Jesse Winchester, who has passed us, but he wrote so many beautiful songs, and this one that I would love to sing, and um, he wrote for his daughter on her first day of university, oh, which song. is why I picked the song for the Rochdale so Cabaret. And um, but then once I said, "Hey Bob, I want to sing this song by Jesse Winchester," uh, he kind of went, "Oh, he he dodged the draft," which of course he did. He was originally from Biloxi and and came up here. He ended up in Montreal, and uh, a lot of people don't know who he is because he was never allowed to tour to support his albums. He's basically, he couldn't go south of the border. Um, um, but he hung around with Robbie Robertson and Bonnie Raitt and uh, Lowell George uh, from Little Feet, and he wrote such amazing songs. And, and this is one of them. I hope I do it justice. Um. Mm -hmm. 
if I know you well And I think I do Well, along about now You'll be wondering how You'll be getting through Are you really so strong As you say you are Well, you never can tell Hey, I wish you well Kid, you're going far But if ever you're caught in the cold If ever your pride should lead to a fall Bring it to me Cause I have got no pride at all I don't hold a hurt Like some people do I say, what the hey, I get that way, people get that way too. So you run on ahead, till you're out of sight. I'll be right behind, if you change your mind, just like I think you might. If ever you're caught in the cold If ever your pride should happen to fall Bring it to me I have got no pride at all that drum kit and just pick up my old double bass and play it so purdy. Um, I've heard a cynical view, uh, which may be like the God's honest truth about Rochdale, that it was basically started out of a need for student housing at the University of Toronto and they wanted to build these buildings. And, and uh, was it Adeline? Who, one of the guys who was involved was basically saying, if we have an education program, you know, we don't have to pay property taxes. And if oh, yes, so, so basically, like if if the like the simple math is is if we have to pay one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in property taxes, but we can uh, create an education program that we make I don't know fifty grand on, but we don't make have to pay our property taxes. We're a hundred thousand ahead, right? So the 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 university was kind of created, but then. The people who actually started making the university didn't know that it was a tax shelter, and they actually started trying to educate themselves and each other and, and, and create a housing cooperative, right? That's, uh, that's sketchy, close. I think a lot, of, a lot of people were, in fact, aware of the tax dodge. Uh, and God loves them. They took it seriously <laughs> and uh, tried to make it work. Um, but the one key thing, and once again, o tempore, o mores, you cannot separate events and places from the time. 
And these were the late 60s. And there was an awful lot happening. Canada had just turned 100, 1967, and was starting to take itself pretty seriously. A liberal government came in with a really interesting leader, and he collected a number of people who'd been brought together by Lester Pearson, and they were pretty doggone good people. Um, uh, now, it happened to be a liberal government, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, there were most certainly others, and the idea was get out and take a look at your country, travel, know that you're Canadian and look around. And they offered OFY grants, they offered traveling grants to kids. Get out, and here we were, an 18-story high-rise in the center of Toronto. And the hippies who were on the road, and the hippies who were even more stationary, found it very attractive, the alternative education, etc. And then this was the age of sex and drugs and rock and roll, and I understand that there was a little bit of that at Rochdale. You joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, of course, gave us another set of enemies, because the police are the police are the police, and we have an, uh, a system of living in this democracy, which is frankly adversarial. That's how it works. So you get some people trying to put other people in jail and some people defending the people who are supposed to be put in jail and boom, 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 and that's it. So anyway, in that sense, we held the shitty end of the stick, but uh, it was a mighty glorious stick. And once again, we cannot forget, dear God in heaven, I was 27 years old. I got 27 years old, and most of the people that I was with were younger. And you can't forget that. You cannot, cannot, cannot forget that. You know, Bob, when I think about sex and drugs and rock and roll, one name springs to mind, and that name is Rafi. <laughs> and here we go. And we're going to get into this. God love Brendan. He can just pick it up I just so like, fast. That's what segues. That's my thing. Rafi lived in Rochdale. <laughs> Boom! I knew I was going to strike gold. And he was a folk singer. He was doing a couple of shows down at the strip on Young Street. And one day he just threw in a song I think many of us know. Itsy Bitsy Spider. That's it was a huge hit, and it changed his life. He decided that he was going to write and sing for children, and here we go. Oh, but wait, wait, wait. Can you imagine? We're, no, we're not oh, done connecting okay. the dots, man. Okay. Rafi is just the first in a whole pyramid of connections, right? Can you imagine being Rafi growing up, learning how to play the guitar so that you could impress girls, and then probably losing a bet and deciding to sing Itsy Bitsy Spider down at the Cameron House in 69, and all of a sudden you become a legendary child entertainer. But... So I think Rafi, the other person that I think of is Jackie Burroughs, who, as a young boy who grew up in Scarborough and then decided to make a life uh, in the theater and in music, when I first showed my head in the, the, the 
denizens of Queen Street uh, uh, along the Cameron House Way and Theater Pass Mirai and in the Kensington Market, I, I bumped into Jackie and I had seen her on movie screens. And I think she was the very first bona fide person that I had seen like on a movie screen and then in the flesh, right? And, and that she lived here was crazy. And, and it, it sort of like brought that all home to me. And I know she's like, you guys used to hang out a little bit, you know her. And, mm -hmm. and then the person that she was uh, married to for a brief period of time, it being, you know, back in the 60s and sex and drugs and rock and roll, was, was a fellow named Zal, who I think he used to play poker with. Yeah, yeah, Zal Yanowski <laughs> with The Loving Spoonful. Yeah, which is another great band that uh, I think, you know, probably hung out a little bit with Rafi. Um, and then once we start talking about Rafi and then we start talking about Jackie, as soon as I start thinking about Jackie, it reminds me of the film, The Festival Express, which I don't know if anybody's seen that. It's an awesome film. You guys know about Woodstock. Well, you know, the Festival Express is basically like Woodstock on a train in Canada. It's amazing. And Jackie appears in that briefly in the background, sauntering around. And then there's a beautiful scene that just breaks my heart and makes me so happy with Jerry Garcia plucking on a banjo while Rick Danko and Janis Joplin yeah. try to figure out the words to some song that neither one of them knows. And there are gel caps floating in a magnum of Jack Daniels in the background. <laughs> and, everybody, and, and they're up like in, outside of Thunder Bay on a train just trying to sing a song. So uh, we're going to try a grand counterculture alternative experiment where I'm gonna hand the guitar over to our friend Daniel Williston. I'm gonna play the bass. No one's gonna play the drums. Bob is gonna probably plug his ears and like, scream and for this love. <laughs> and we're gonna combine uh, Janis Joplin, Raffi, <laughs> The Loving Spoonful. All right, start us up. I'll meet you there. Daddy and mommy 
summer in the city, back of my neck, getting dirty and gritty. Been down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. All around me, people looking at dead, walking on the sidewalk, harder than a match. One, two, three, four. The itsy bitsy spider went up the water spout. Down came the rain and watched the spider out. Out came the sun and dried up all the rain. The itsy bitsy spider went up the spout again. Cool town, even in the city, dresses all fine and looking so pretty. Cool cat, looking all cute. Kill him with like a bus stop Walking down the sidewalk Need you on the rooftop One, two, three, four It's a busy spider Went up the water spout Down came the rain And watched the spider out Out came the sun And dried up the rain It's a busy spider Went up the sidewalk Sex and drugs and rock and roll He's got some t-shirts and CDs outside of the lobby. <laughs> All right. So, if we're talking about the 60s, and we're talking about the 60s and the 70s, well, we talk about sex and drugs and rock and roll, we talk about Bob Dylan, we talk about John Lennon, now, we talk about civil disobedience in Vietnam. Um, and then there are two people that immediately jump to mind for me who are from up here in Canada, um, which is kind of like, I always think of Rochdale when I first found out about it. It's sort of like it's this amazing unknown mystery. It's like the hate Ashbury of Toronto. But I grew up in Scarborough, Ontario, and I live in Toronto, and I know everything about hate Ashbury, and I am nothing about Rochdale before talking to Bob. Um, which is what makes me want to kind of explore this sort of stuff. But um, two people that I do know something about, uh, I know I like them, are Joni Mitchell and Neil Young. And I think they're kind of, for me anyway, these amazing icons of that time, right? And they wrote, if I think many people think of Bob Dylan as being a voice of, of that generation, but I know Neil, for me, certainly, put into words a lot of those thoughts. And Joni Mitchell, I can't believe the amount of songs and wonderful words and, and music that she put together. So uh, maybe we should have a go with that. Um, Needle in the Damage Done is a song by Neil Young. Uh, and it's about uh, sort of the, the less fun part of drugs. And uh, Both Sides Now is uh, just a cool song. Um, this is a bit of an experiment. Now, is this uh, the Needle uh, song? Yeah. Is this yeah, the one that is, uh, refers to uh, Jimi Hendrix? I think possibly? it might be, man. I, I'm not sure. Like, you know, I'm, uh, that's who I think of when I hear him sing it. Um, that's kind of the story that I know, uh, but God knows there's lots of stories that, that uh, fit up with the lyrics of that song. Um, but yeah, why, why not make it about him? Sure, we'll deal with the apocryphal. Um, why not? Yeah. Now, unfortunately, when you do a song by Joni Mitchell, 
You gotta retune. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> How does that sound? Knocking at my cellar door. I love you, baby. Can I have some more? Oh, damage done. Hit the city and I lost my band. Watch the needle take another man. start with Bob Dylan and I, I just I didn't listen to you I played John Lennon yeah now there's just a quickie on this uh, yeah why after, John Lennon after the Beatles had broken up 
John Yoko together uh, with the peace movement, and Rochdale College was, in fact, the North American headquarters for uh, war is over if you want it, peace is here if you want it. Uh, John and Yoko's uh, entire movement. We took it very seriously. We had an entire commune uh, dedicated to it. So uh, that'll take us back to Lennon, and uh, Lennon. where are you going to take us? Well, I'm going to see you a Bob Dylan tone, because you just told well, me Well, you <laughs> said back and forth, didn't you? Okay. <laughs> this is a Bob Dylan tune that is about this whole area, and it kind of has to start us off, you know. Uh, but uh, there's a little Neil Young song that I think uh, fits pretty well with it, so maybe I'll start with Neil. time when you're drifting comes a time when you settle down comes a light feelings lifting flip that baby right off the ground oh this old world keeps spinning round it's a wonder Shaking 
fathers throughout the land And don't criticize what you can't understand Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command The old world is rapidly aging Please get out of the new one if you can't lend a hand For the times they are a change Now the line it is drawn and the curse it is cast and the slow one now will later be found As the present now will later be past Order is rapidly fading The first one now will later be last For the times they are a change The times they are a change The times they are a change Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, thank you for joining us this evening as we took a little trip down to Rochdale with Mr. Bob Naismith. Let's give him a round of applause so he can hear us at the Cameron House. Uh, I want to give a little shout out to Pascal and Eric who uh, have run our sound for us so wonderfully. Despite the fact that I turned down my guitar in the middle of a song, they did very well. And Mr. Greg Sinclair and Soul Pepper Theater for hosting this whole event. They do such a great job of bringing new uh, works. Like Basically, this all started from Bob and I sitting in the dressing room together, a little too much time on our hands, talking about old stories and uh, attaching songs to those stories. And um, I think we're going to keep talking about it and stuff like that. Uh, this is a song to send you home to bed. This is your lullaby for the evening. Yeah, I wrote it, you know. So, uh, you know, I put all the words together. I put them in the same order. Uh, it's pretty repetitious. Magic. It's magic, yeah. It was like, it's sort of outside of the time frame of uh, Rochdale. <laughs> but uh, I know, I love your magic hands. It goes a little something like this. It's very gentle and soft and sad. Pick me up and take me home, put me to bed. Pick me up and take me home, put me to bed. I think that I am fun with all this drinking and this fun. Pick me up and take me home, put me to bed. Take the bottle from my hand and pour it out. Take the bottle from my hand and pour it out. I cannot stomach more. I'll be lying right on the floor. Take the bottle from my hand. Pick me up and take me home. Put me to bed. Take the smoke between my lips and pass it around. Take the smoke between my lips and pass it around. Well, I don't know, but it sure ain't tobacco. Take the smoke between my lips. Take the bottle from my hand. Pick me up and take me home. Put me to bed. Take the pennies from my eyes, throw them away. Take the pennies from my eyes, throw them away. I don't know what they're for, just that I can't see no more. Take the pennies from my eyes, take the bottle in my lips, take the
You've been listening to the Soul Pepper Saturday Cabaret Podcast, this week featuring Brendan Wall, Daniel Williston, and Robert Naismith unfolding a few of the stories from Toronto's Rochdale College. Brendan and Robert will be back with Volume 2 later this season. Be sure to check out our next podcast as Patricia O'Callaghan with Robert Courtgard and Andrew Downing debut a new song cycle featuring works from Bizet to Bowie. And this coming Saturday, the Saturday Cabaret Series welcomes Raoul Benesia for his third Raoul's Blues Interviews. This week, Raoul's very special guest is Canadian guitar and blues legend Paul James. Seating's extremely limited. Of course, you can always enjoy past cabaret performances by listening to our podcasts. Go to soulpepper.ca, click on the Media tab, and browse for your favorites. Or you can subscribe on iTunes. Music programming at Soul Pepper is made possible by a generous multi-year gift from the Slate family. And our audio programs, including these podcasts and our concert recordings, are thanks to the support of Richard Wernham and Julia West. I'm Gregory Sinclair. Thanks so much for listening.